Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Mike Fisher, and we're looking pretty smart today on this Thanksgiving Eve. We're going to walk you through uh, a curse word issue with the Cowboys as they prepare for Washington on Thanksgiving. Uh, five X, C, and OZ looks at this game, including a prediction. And then, um, as a sidebar, I'm going to point out to you that um, <laughs> when we when we tell you what we tell you, uh, it's straight dope, no bullshit. We broke down yesterday the four reasons why the Cowboys will be calling Shaq Leonard. Uh, we also told you that there is no reason for anybody to put in a claim on it, not at a million dollars per game, which is what he would be raking in. He has, in fact, now cleared waivers. This is the three-time All-Pro fading, obviously. He's not what he once was, especially after the injury. But at age 28, uh, Shaq Leonard is now cleared waivers, like we told you he would. He is now available to not just the highest bidder, although he can do that if he wants to, the most attractive bidder. And we've given you the reasons. We've hinted to you uh, the, the Dallas connections. And now that information is out there everywhere. The Dallas connections are real. The Cowboys will be among the teams that give him a phone call. Uh, we all have also suggested the Eagles are in that mix. And, and we would also suggest that the Bills and others will be in that mix. He is now in a place at age 28 as a run-stopping linebacker, not a three-down guy, not a guy who runs and covers tight ends anymore, um, but locker room leader, quality player, and it's not about the money necessarily right now. The Cowboys are in the mix on Shaq Leonard. Uh, that was our hint yesterday. It's a fact today. Next, uh, to issues as it relates to this game going forward, and I'll give you five of them. Number one, that Washington offensive line is a sieve. And I believe in the last three games, they've improved to the point where they only allow three sacks per game or something like that. But th they are vulnerable in a way that can give you seven sacks in a game. Alex Soto, we like our guys. I don't know how you can say that when I just told you what I told you. And then you cite Rashawn Evans, but Rashawn Evans isn't one of their guys. And they signed him. I just told you the Cowboys are interested in Shaq Leonard. What are we arguing about? How wrong do you want to be? Um, Sam Howell is a tough kid, fifth round, second year guy. And I think they think that they've got themselves their franchise quarterback. Tough to get one in the fifth round, although Cowboys didn't use a first round pick. And they think they got a franchise quarterback as well. Uh, injury issues you guys are asking about, believe me, trust me, that's on my list. So their offensive line cannot handle Micah Parsons and company. Cannot. Not even close. Item two. Here's your injury problem. And here's how it kind of matches up with them. Logan Thomas, now last uh, four games or so, he's, he's catching, you know, I mean, he's in the mix. They target him now a lot. He's good tight end. Who's the Cowboys' tight end stopper? Well, it's Jerron Curse. Problem. Curse 
uh, is now listed as doubtful. And we do this every weekend now because this gets screwed up so much on social media. Questionable means you're probably playing in this league. Doubtful means you're probably not. So you you better you better get ready to make curse a scratch now. Does this team have depth at safety? Sure they do. But uh, this is a difference-making player for the Cowboys, and his back is bothering him. You know, he didn't practice all week. And so somebody else, and there's depth there, somebody else will be stepping up and helping out at safety. Uh, CeeDee Lamb's completely fine. Um, he was fine in practice yesterday, fine in practice today. Uh, he's good to go. Alex Soto, I'm always one of the three slappies. Alex, I still love you. I'm just saying, I one more time, and I'm not, I'm not pre- I told you they're going to call him. I told you he's going to pass through waivers, and I told you they're going to call him. I am not predicting that he's going to sign here. I don't know enough about him and where his head's at. Um, if the Cowboys and the Eagles, if the Cowboys and the Eagles gave you the exact same offer and you wanted to win a Super Bowl, frankly, you'd sign with the Eagles. They have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than you do. They, they have the way inside track on the NFC playoff by. And that alone, forget everything else, forget who they play or who they're good against. That, that's a gigantic advantage. So if that's all it's about, which team gives me the better chance to win a Super Bowl, I'm going to Philadelphia. We'll see if there's other things that the Joneses and the Cowboys can do to make it about other things. We'll see if Dan Quinn and uh, Stephon Gilmore can do some of the other things that might make it attractive. Uh, by the way, let, let's not pretend this is Ray Lewis, but let's also not pretend the Cowboys don't sign guys. They do sign guys. They sign guys all the time. Uh, so your jump out injury issue, that's the one. What they do offensively, obviously, Scary Terry, uh, he nine targets a game on average in their last six games. So Sam Howell knows where his bread's buttered over there. Uh, they're also probably going to be very Robinson running back focused. Uh, I don't think Gibson Gibson's not healthy. So they'll they'll throw it to Robinson, they'll run it to Robinson, and there's your guys. Somebody cover that tight way, Terry's nine targets. Given the possible game script here with the Cowboys with lead, given the possible game script here with the Cowboys in a lead, like if you're a fantasy guy, Terry McLaurin's not a bad pick because he, he might get a lot of short passes when their team is behind to your team. JC4, $5 pitch in. Shaq, Clark, and Rashad Evans. Nice trio of linebackers. Yeah. I, I wish, I, I think Damone Clark would tell you that he's looking forward to being better in the future. Um, in terms of skins on the wall now, I mean, in 2018, Evans was a first-round pick. 2018, Shaq Leonard was a second-round pick. Shaq Leonard immediately becomes Defensive Rookie of the Year and makes three straight Pro Bowls and, um, depending on who does the voting, three straight All-Pro years for him. Uh, Max points out that in Philadelphia, Sirianni, of course, used to coach in Indy, so there's a connection there. Somebody pointed out when we talked about this yesterday, the Bears have a coach who really likes them. And I'm just going to say this. All the... All these guys go to Cancun together now. Everybody's friends with everybody. 
Item three, their defense obviously stripped of its talent in part at the trade deadline. Gino DeVito. Well, Gino's not Italian. Gino's Gino Smith. Tommy DeVito, hey! Those two guys, the last two games against Washington's putrid defense. 49 of 73. What's that? Is that almost 70%, 65%? Touchdown to interception ratio, 5 to 0. And here comes Dak. If Gino DeVito can put up crazy and pristine numbers against Washington, Dak at home and in love, you would figure can do the same thing. Item four, uh, my buddy Evan Silva is the first to mention this, and it ain't bad. Nowadays, they, they've got, because of the NFL honors, right? So they got, they got MVP, then we got Offensive Player of the Year, then we got Defensive Player of the Year. So the MVP and the Offensive Player of the Year are different guys. How about C.D. Lamb for Offensive Player of the Year? You could do the thing where, well... He had some subpar game. Now A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown just had, because A.J. Brown's an MVP candidate. He just had a game where he caught one ball for eight yards. So you can, you can have a subpar game. How many, who, who's on, let, let's assume a quarterback wins MVP because they always do. Who else is on the short list for NFL Offensive Player of the Year? There's not many guys that are doing it better every week than C.D. Lamb. Put him on the list. Uh, and finally, item five. Cowboys favored by 11 and a half. Now, I'm going to say this, especially because I just got done watching the Giants, who aren't as talented as Washington, beat Washington. And it reminds me again. Uh, division games. And I don't think it's just the NFC East, but it's definitely the NFC East. Uh, Nick Walker, Tyreek's a great name. Good one. Jim Laws, hey, hit the like button that beats the algorithms that tells Cowboys uh, Nation, first of all, that we're a family here, fish heads in Cowboy Nation, also tells YouTube to give you the authority. And this is the truth. If you hit the like button, YouTube then finds out that you like quality Cowboy information, Emmy Award winning, not the slap dickery that goes on out there sometimes, the highest in quality, and that gives you more power, more muscle on YouTube, and that's a fact. I think 11 and a half is too much. Ron Rivera coaching for his job. I, as I said in a broadcast earlier this week, I think if this wasn't a short week for Washington, new owner Josh Harris might have fired Ron Rivera on Monday. But uh, that wouldn't have helped. That wouldn't have helped the commanders win this week to fire him on Monday. Lose badly to the Cowboys on national TV, embarrassingly. And maybe Ron Rivera gets 
riverboat becomes the Titanic and he's fired on Friday. So he's coaching for his life. And we'll see if Washington has enough pride to play for its football life. Cowboys win with breathing room, but 11 and a half is too much. Final score predicted, and by the way, we'll be at AT&T Stadium tomorrow. Come say hi. Boy, did I have fun at uh, the star today saying hi to a bunch of you guys. We'll talk about that. Uh, Jose and family here from Panama and a bunch of other you fellas. That was really fun to hang out with you guys. Cowboys 30, Washington 20. We'll see you tomorrow morning here, and we'll see you at CowboysSI.com right now. Fish out.